Hello, I'm Brad. And I'm Jason. You are listening to Dice, Dice in, in My Mind. So we're going to try something a little different tonight um, and uh, put our money where our mouth is when it comes to dice. Right. So, uh, Jason, roll a d20 for me. Do I get to add my modifiers? No, you do not. What did <laughs> you roll? A five. Okay. So, so every sentence that you say has to end with a period and you have to say period when you're done and you're done with your sentence when you're done speaking so that is because you rolled a five the difficulty level was much higher no i'm kidding i'm kidding period (laughs) (laughs) so so but that's what we're going to do tonight folks we're going to um just talk about everyday life situations um and just look at the different dice options Mm -hmm. as to how the mechanics and we have Fate, Star Wars, D&D. I just pulled together a random pool of some other dice just so we can we can do some testing. Let's just let's just play around a little right. bit and again, you know, if you listen to our introduction, um by now, if you're a regular listener, you've probably moved past it. But yeah, Jason even says in the in that about, you know, writing a paper and writing a research paper and how should you you know i don't remember the exact verbiage but you know how would it affect if you rolled a d20 well that's what we're going to do tonight and we're just going to kind of talk and we're going to test the systems let's see how they do really uh quantifying real life yep we'll see period right (laughs) i actually when you rolled that that was that was completely that was that was completely vamped that right at that moment because um well no good we break the fourth wall yeah, normally, normally, ladies and gentlemen, if we had not been um, recording, I probably would have made him do much something much sillier and less appropriate. Um, so we're glad you're all here. I'm glad yes. you're all here. Yeah. All right. So let me. I, I will. Um, I will bring this up. So Jason, one of the things you mentioned this week was you had a lot of meetings yep. in your in your professional yep. world. So. Did you have, and obviously we're going to keep this very generalized, folks, because no mm-hmm. one needs to know the, the minutia of what we do every day would right. bore you. We don't want any lawsuits until episode 50. Exactly. Right. Because we have big plans for that one. Or at least we did until we saw some... Uh, never. We're mind. working on it, people. We're working on it. Yeah, we're working on it. Um, were there any major decisions that you had to make, whether it's for your own... Um, research or anything and anything that you can think of that you can talk about obviously there are some things um, that you couldn't um yeah and uh, so and just so that everyone knows i know you've been in meetings all week too mm-hmm. um my weeks come and go with meetings i think yours are pretty consistent with meetings and i i don't know about you but i find meetings wear me out more than pretty much anything even though what we're doing in the meetings is worthwhile i'm, I'm lucky in that regard uh to okay so to actually to address your question actually yes um so by the time this episode releases it, it'll be long long after the fact but i am uh serving on a search committee right now at work and it's for a fairly significant position you know not like not like um 
upper level stuff, but it's for a fairly significant position on the staff side. And I was asked to, to sit on it along with several others because of our backgrounds and roles, right, Edward? Um, and so today we met for, you know, it was a half an hour meeting that went for 50. Uh, all good people, all good work, but we met to decide uh, which applicants to forward on as finalists, right? To, to, to interview them a second time as candidates, or I'm sorry, to interview them as candidates. We've been, uh-oh. No, I was just gonna say, it's pretty funny we're trying to keep this very generic so people won't know, because if the candidates found out that that we're talking about just in theory- oh, Well, this what? isn't, this isn't, yeah. this isn't, I'm gonna keep this vague, but this isn't remarkable. This is what happens. I mean, you've been on these. This is yeah. what happens, and I'm sure many of our, our listeners have. Every Every search committee, the question is, okay, now we want to forward these names as finalists, as candidates to bring them in and make a decision. And oh, that, yeah. I wasn't judging you. What I was just saying oh, is yeah. it wouldn't be funny if candidates later found out that they that they got right. the job or didn't based off of a dice roll. Oh, that would so. be see that's where I'm going. That would be brilliant. Yeah. So yeah. we you know, we we ended up deciding on a small number uh around uh, to 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 recommend for interviews. I initially was lukewarm on one of them. And the rest of the committee was was more positive. And I had said, you know, I'm I'm really satisfied either direction. I think this is a good applicant. I just don't know that they will be able to fill the shoes of the others we selected in terms of competition. And, you know, I'm always cognizant of, I don't want to bring people in. I've been on lots of search committees at this point, and I always feel badly when invariably a committee brings someone in to interview so they can cross a T or dot an I, and they don't have any real chance. To me, that's wrong. Okay, yeah. so, so but, but that, fortunately, that's not the case with this. But I had a yeah. couple concerns. So that's my situation, Brad. Uh, I, there were four of, five of us on the search committee, a very collegial committee, right? No, no politics, none at all. Uh, and the rest were fairly sweet on all of the names we put forward. I was lukewarm on one. So what do you want me to do? So, okay. So let's just for the sake of it, because we've been playing Star Wars, I'm going to try, instead of you okay. having me build a dice pool for the roles that we okay. do, I'm going to try to see if I can build, um, and we're going to play, we're going to have a little bit of, because um, there's no character sheets here, so I'm going to have to rely, up. we're relying upon. Ask just, me questions and I can give you pertinent information. Yeah. So obviously knowledge of the situation, I would argue that you could, and then your experience, right, with having done this before, um, maybe what I would do is I would have you throw one yellow and two green die in. As are you rolling or am I? You are. Okay, one yeah. yellow and two green. I was thinking very similar. Just to remind everybody, to clarify, if we haven't been precise here, we are using the genesis star wars dice from fantasy flight games now edge yes. studio that to be specific so so um i'm actually no actually you know what i think that's good i think actually that really captures it because three green would be good yeah boosting a green to a yellow is almost great 
right? Yeah, and I think and, and I, think I think that's, that's really appropriate. Yes. Yeah, that's appropriate considering okay. your experience. No, so now, yeah, so difficulty. So ultimately, the way you described it, you're not going to necessarily lose a ton if you interview this person. Oh no, we right? won't lose much of anything. So let's just throw in uh, two purple for difficulty. And um, what were the black die again? The black, black are setback, and you know what? That feels right to me. I was yeah. gonna say because the other ones in the running are so strong. Uh, this I think two purple is not a choice. Right, two purple is is you're crunching a lot of dice there, my friend. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. Two. Okay. Brad's having a <laughs> dice moment. Please stand by. Dice attack. Dice, dice attack. attack. Um. Whatever you kids call it these days, that's fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I think. Up, upgrading a purple to a red is too much. Yes. Uh, so I like where you're going. So okay. So then, what I have in my dice pool for your analysis, mm -hmm. which I, I good for you because I think it's spot on, is two purple. I'm sorry, two greens and one yellow mm -hmm. against two purples and a black. So yeah. so interesting. So we'll let's see what your your advantages and yep. your threats and such are going to and, be and this is to determine whether i should have agreed to recommend this person for interview right correct all right here we go mm -hmm. jason and i were talking before Ooh. we started because we wanted that that dice sound as we were recording so we made some adjustments and just so you're aware jace that really i mean it it, it was a good it was good. a good, yeah good you sound. know it's hard to beat the genesis dice for the pure sound of the rolls anywhere oh yeah. one of the things i love most about it okay this is fascinating my friend okay yeah. so this is why this is why i love i love the genesis dice system i i love it um okay so wow so we have here and I'm going to clarify two successes. Okay. So this is this is the final pool, the outcome. Yep. Two successes and two disadvantages. Wait so for they, it. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. One of those successes is a triumph. Oh. So two successes, one of which is a triumph. So I'll just say it this way: one success, one triumph but two disadvantages, which is rather spot on for what we decided as a committee, Brad, to, yeah. we, we acknowledged this individual, it really intrigues all of us, doesn't quite have the skill set compared to the others, but we wonder if we'll be surprised. That sounds a lot like a that success, a triumph and two disadvantage. Yeah, so so folks, Ooh. just so you're aware, and Jason, you can explain it better than I am. You, in effect, had two wow. positives plus a super positive. Plus a super right? positive, right. You know, plus something against, magical happens, if you will. Yeah, against right. two regular negatives. Uh, uh, so, no, no, against no. two against two flavor negatives. Oh, okay. Not yes. failures, disadvantages. So yeah. so kind of like like I've got a bad feeling about the okay, kind of like um well, uh, me trying to climb the ropes kind of like yeah okay yeah. i was gonna say it, it's it's i mean i could be way way more saying go ahead and say like the good news is it's benign the bad news is we are sending you the bill right yeah um, yeah so no okay so that was that was excellent okay so that was the genesis system and granted we have a sample size of one but it it demonstrates the nuance 
of how it can it can quantify real life. So, and the and 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 the positives, the two green and a yellow. Mm-hmm. If we were looking at a character sheet, we'd be looking at their attributes and so on to and, generate yep, the and positive then dice. Hips with some skills. Yes. Right. Which so in really effect, fits. Yeah, and I and I I just used creative license there mm-hmm. because of Jason's experience, his background, and his experience in doing interviewing and such before. So it seemed appropriate. Yeah. I, I would almost argue yeah. I didn't want to make it too. You could have just because of your experience, it could have been too yellow, you know. But then it uh, would have well, been. But way I was thinking that I was thinking the applicants' experience and credentials. Oh. Okay, yeah. well we could have yeah. we could right, have right. we could have rolled okay. that way too. Okay, so now so. it's now I'm going to ask you one. So okay. I want you you said you have a bunch of D six. Yes, I do. Okay, so since we went new school with the mm-hmm. Genesis Star Wars system, the narrative dice, mm-hmm. let's go old school. How I cut my teeth in role playing uh with the uh we'll tell you just we'll harken back to the West End games D six system. So uh, I, are you, are any of your D six different color? Yeah, I have, I have two blue, two white, a green and a black. Okay. I want you to take one of those, uh, take the black because it's, it's the there's black. only one. And then the other colors don't matter. Okay. okay. Um, beautiful. So I want you to, t- to share with us the situation Describe the situation, and I'm going to help you compile. I mean, this is pulling my memory a bit here, but we'll approximate it. Okay. So, oh boy, I'm glad. Well, glad our my wife will never listen to this. So we are remodeling our kitchen, and um, step one was. order and the step that we haven't looked at doing yet and jason i don't know if you're looking for more of a um yes or no type of answer or a flavor no, doesn't answer, have to but be let's let's go with so the, the discussion we're having is do we want to bring in someone to paint cabinets and walls now mm-hmm. or wait until next year to do it Whoa. so those no, are difficult and, decisions yeah, and ultimately, obviously, there are fiscal ramifications. So there's positive. Right. It almost be an interesting. It almost and, be an and interesting, marital ramifications, which is why I'm glad that she'll never listen. Never. Uh, so um, do do I? And obviously, I'm not the final arbiter. We have a we, we have that. a very yeah. We have we, we know full <laughs> well who's the boss. Yeah. Um, so do I? Um, throw my acceptance at painting now or painting later so well and the and the risk is if if i say no i'm gonna probably create some mm -hmm. short-term strife yes um and if we go yes then it will realign ultimately some of the other things that we or i had hoped to do in the house because we would have to shift the money to painting. So, okay, so, so, and we, you can tell me if you want to do it differently. The way I'm thinking to keep this kind of simple and relevant, we, you, you're going to roll, Brad, on whether you should push Angie to 
go along with your way. Yes, that's good. Okay. I like it. Okay. Yep. Okay, perfect. Now, I I mean, I mean, well, I mean, I've known you for a few years and I've known your wife since long before you were married. Um, yep. So this is going to be a difficult task. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm going to give you the benefit of a doubt and let you roll, ask you to roll three dice. Three dice. We might be overselling your your salve, but you know she's put up with you for so long, either through through love or just exhaustion. You have some traction with her these days, so or not. I think I think you are I think you are you are overselling you, it. You flatter me. You flatter me, sir. sir you flatter yeah, me. Yeah, maybe, but it'll make for a better roll. So okay, so okay, so I want you to take two dice of the same color, okay, and then the black die. Rem- okay. Remember how this works with the wild die. Yeah, it's been a while. Okay, so we only care about so so if the wild die lands on a six or a one, you let me know. Otherwise, you just add it like normal. Okay. And hold on, let me before you roll. Yeah. Um. Again, I'm gonna give you the benefit of a doubt. I don't it's think you should. Be, okay. That, well, I'm gonna make I'm gonna set this at a difficult. Uh, a difficult task level, okay. but at the very bottom of the difficult range. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so so let's let's uh, let's hear what you have to roll. Okay. Love so song. wild die did not come up as a one or a six. Okay, so just add up all your pips. So I have a five. Total. Two plus two plus one. Across all three dice. Yes. That, okay, so let's play. <laughs> <laughs> um let I I'm sorry. I just want to enjoy the the irony for a second here. Okay. So I set the difficulty at 16. <laughs> which is the which is the bottom of the difficult. Even the bottom of the moderate range would be 11. Now, let so so you would so this would mean you went to your wife tonight or tomorrow and 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 you know argued with love and respect but argued for your perspective and um and you would then be a little bit in the doghouse yeah and and my opinion was you know my my decision or choice involved in the matter was completely obliterated see now that's an interesting see that's going to be a funny one because i will bring that up to my wife later just for humor's sake because she will she will, as much as she finds nothing we have to do with dice or gaming humorous, um, yep. this is one where she might actually find it humorous. Oh, so, okay, so, so so let's talk real life then. Let's talk about the quantification of real life through the metric. So mm-hmm. how how reflective of how it might go or might have gone do you think that role was? So, so to move out painting, I think you accurately... Really? you accurately listed that you chose the difficulty level Um, okay okay, good okay yeah and and obviously the irony is that at at not all the time by any stretch but at some really inopportune times jason has had some really poor dice rolls he's just had some oh yeah just some bad statistical luck with some really poor rolls it also turns out that if you forget to add your modifiers it really hurts yeah, that hurt too. Yeah, that too. Yeah. But but you independent of that, even still, yep. yep. You, you just yep. you've had some statistically, even with modifiers, it highly improbable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. So when he said there's irony, there truly mm-hmm. is irony with mm-hmm. rolling three dice and a five. Um, so my chance, 
of of convincing her because she is um she's very determined in this project and i and i give her credit this is not a negative in any way mm-hmm. um this was going to happen even if even if we had at the time of the discussion agreed to push it off it would have come back around and it would be happening that being said i do want to have it done i was just playing the contrarian for the sake of the discussion yeah yeah, yeah absolutely so, um, Excellent. okay so yeah i think i think the metro i think the mechanic played out the way i had hoped it would in the context of that right theoretical decision making yes air quotes unnecessary yeah so here this is an interesting one and i'm going to be very generalized Mm -hmm. about it so Mm -hmm. um jason you are one of the most cost conscious and i don't mean frugal i don't mean stingy i just mean cost cost conscious people i know yeah and for years oh no you have been driving a vehicle and just holding off and holding off yep. on replacing it because the other one was still functioning you had you had yep. two girls in the house that are approaching or at yep. driving one has, yep 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 so you went to i i had recently bought a car mm-hmm. and um you know had said because you know the chip shortage at the time we this right. was in Yep. Um, I told you, because you were looking at a certain car, I said, you may just want to throw your name in a hat at the dealership, yep. just so they know that you're looking, but you weren't yep. going to buy until later yep. in the year. And and my wife was saying the same thing. Yeah. Yep. And throw your name in a hat. So you go mm-hmm. down, because you're down at the dealer anyway to pick up and drop off. Yeah, her car, right. Her car. Mm-hmm. And the dealer comes at you and shows you um I, I i'm trying to think don't don't interrupt me on this i'm trying to think of um probably the ultimate choice in a car this was this was the car that you wanted the model and everything mm-hmm. but with at a trim level that would be well above anything you would normally choose or have ever had or have ever had so this was a difficult decision for you and let's be let's be honest i'm probably being a little too more truthful it's one that even you struggled with after um i didn't made... sleep i didn't sleep that night and and that's not me at all yeah so mm-hmm. you ended mm-hmm. up choosing the vehicle i would argue you know obviously it's not my money but i would argue as an outsider that um you've never you've you know i there are there are people where if they got cars like jason did i would be jealous um for, we should preface for, it's not that kind of car it's just no, that it's kind not a of Porsche. car relative to us <laughs> it's not yeah it's it's not a porsche it's just a really nice sedan yeah um, a, a and, legit sports sedan yeah yep. sports sedan yep and i am and you know i have a different model in the car family these are mazdas yeah yes yeah. and then just, just to be better. clear right we're yeah. talking yeah mazda, we're talking about mazdas not we're not talking about yeah or audis um so you know the one person that I wouldn't get jealous of is Jace because for years you've you've been very you have been able to take care of and manage cars better than I have ever been able to. Yeah, so of yeah. anyone that I've ever known who's who has had the choice to upgrade. Um and let's be honest, we're not we're not talking about self-driving or anything like that. It's just really it's nice, just a nice car. It's a really nice car. Yeah. Um so I know the struggle. No that you had with this uh-huh so let's go back Uh-oh. to D dice okay. okay 
I'm going to obviously in my head, uh-huh. um, set the difficulty level. Okay. And your weapon involved in this is yeah. your weapon of, um, let's just call it weapon of decision. Like, okay? I like it. Okay. So weapon Clever. of decision regarding whether or not at that time, let's go back in time. Uh-huh. You choose to make the jump to this car. And okay. again, I just I want to clarify with folks, we're not talking $60,000 vehicles here. Jason and oh, I just God, never no. Jay, no, we that's just not going to happen. No, none of us do this. We're just we just traditionally drive. I drove a, a 7-year-old SUV before I got yep. mine because Older my kids beat up needed. cars. We drive them yeah. around. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you uh, you you have the sword of decision in your hand. Okay. And you are ready to slay the um yeah the flaming dragon of of um i gotta think of the word i'm this is not something i normally like to do um you are um what's the best way we always used to we always used to kind of make fun of it in ways that i can't use on our podcast right Um, you can sometimes be very stringent in your ways um, uh the flaming wait what did you call it the flaming dragon flaming, of rigidity yeah so so you're going to take your sort of decision and okay. you have decided um because the uh dra- the flaming dragon of rigidity mm-hmm. is five feet away okay um so it's a melee attack so okay roll d20 what's my mod um there are no mods for this oh good okay we're gonna we're gonna play it like we played it before we understand how to play. Okay. Ugh. Natty nine. Okay. So you um take your sort of decision and take a slash at your rigidity mm. and um I'll just come out and say it. It's a twenty point uh mm. twenty point dragon. Okay? okay, okay. So uh do me a favor for your sort of rigidity. Um Roll a um so long sword? Two you wish. Um two D four. Two D four. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, hold on. Let's be honest, your rigidity is traditionally um, Okay. So four four damage. Okay. So twenty times so twenty minus four is sixteen. Okay. okay? So now the um there it is. The uh, dragon of rigidity rolls. Okay. And you have 18 hit. Your armor class is 18. Okay. okay? So. Seems probably accurate. Yep. Yeah. So I roll a 15. He obviously okay. misses. Okay. I so roll again. You roll again. Three. Three. Okay. Um, <laughs> you don't. Yeah. You don't. You don't make okay. that. His armor class is eight. Let's just say. Okay. Okay. So your armor class is 18. The dragon misses. So now you as right, a come on. four. Okay. Let me Is roll this again. even the right Oh my god, I'm rolling D ten. Are you? Okay. No way back. I'm rolling a D what am I roll I'm rolling a D twelve. Sorry guys. <laughs> I have so many dice on my desk right now. It's I showed Brad a picture. I have dozens of dice on okay. I'm just gonna pick up where I left off. That's yeah, let's go back. Terrible. Let's go back to the one before. No, 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 no. I'll just okay. I'll just eat it. That was a dumb mistake. Okay. okay. How roll, I roll? roll roll again. I'm like, how am I that's what's wrong. Yeah. Thirteen. 
Okay, and he has an armor class of eight, so roll 2d4 for damage. Six damage. Okay, so he is down to 10. Yep. Okay. Oh my God. So now you have an armor class of 18. Yep. He's rolling a d20. This is oversimplification, a 12. Miss. Okay. You're getting I'll, real I'll, close. You're getting real close to that car. I'll use so. the d20 this time. Okay, good. Seven. Miss. Okay, missed. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he'll roll. Miss as well. Your turn. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> What'd you roll? Wait, one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just... We On won't. a combat roll. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll... Let's just, for the sake of discussion, we'll just leave that as it is. Well, you know what? That's not too far off, Brad, because I ended up leaving the first time the dealership without even looking at the car. That's right, yes. So, I, I mean, maybe we're being boring for our audience, but this is actually pretty close because my wife, we were... We don't have to... Work. Let's not play it out. We yeah, don't have to my, play out the but, right but dice roll, but is, I think... This is working surprisingly well because we... And you know the story. We were there to drop off her car for some... I think actually just an oil change. And... Yep. um. No, I'm sorry. We were having them look at something on, on her Mazda. Huh? And uh, we, she's like, you know, you're here. I know it's going to be a few months, but you might as well look. You're here. I'm like, no, no, babe. I don't, I, I, there's no point in that. And she pushed and pushed and pushed. And we were literally walking out the door, getting up to walk out the door. And I'm like, maybe I should just <clears throat> talk to someone for a minute. And then he, he, they had the car on the lot and I, and we talked and I'm like, I'm going to think about it. Thanks. And I left and drove out of the suburb and went home. And that was that failed one. That was, nope, I'm going to stay rigid and I'm getting out of here. And let's bear in mind that the the rigidity was around when you were going to buy. You had intentions to buy. You just weren't going to buy in June. You were going to buy in August and September. Right. Right. um, And then I drove back. And you roll the D20. And I got a seven. Yeah. So again, you know, it has its limits, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but point being is it would have been even if you you're standing there just for argument's sake, do you have um do just roll a D six just for the for just for the sake. I'm just curious. Six. So okay, I was gonna say one through three you leave, four through six you stay. I stay. So in yeah. the it, you would have stayed if yep. you had placed yep. it off of the dice. It, it, it's a great exercise, and 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 I, you know, I thank you, Brad, for thinking of this uh, a while ago. I think as we as we start to wrap up to head toward the GM corner, we, I, you know, the whole point of doing this is the whole point of our podcast, isn't it? That that we we love the dice mechanics and the games, but we love the dice mechanics, you and me, because they do provide these different equally interesting ways to quantify real life to try to replicate or simulate you know not perfectly i mean of course we just have these these little samples of behavior but the point is we could make it work effortlessly i mean even statistically speaking with these one-offs across these various dice systems it was still instructive which really kind of reinvigorates my respect for these different mechanics and just for the joy of rpg that that was the that was the point I wanted to make for me is watching you roll the your Star Wars pool and then um, seeing seeing us go back retro with uh, West End D six 
and then coming back and using just straight up old D20 without modifiers. Um, yeah. It reminds me how, f- you know, just to be, to be very distinct or to be very succinct, how fun each one of these can be. Yeah. And, and that they all work. Yeah. Yeah. And, and ultimately, uh, we all know that the dragon of rigidity uh, ultimately fails in its quest to hold you off from um, the booty it had in its cavern, which was the Mazda vehicle. Yeah, let me tell you, so, that dragon was slayed because that was one of the better decisions I made. Although I do still sometimes doubt it. I know, I know, but it was again, like I said, I we digressed here, but I it's a it's a beautiful vehicle you deserved it and well, to this it. day we he and i will randomly text each other um carport that yeah literally yeah, and not even pictures. pictures we're just we're just randomly saying we we love our cars yeah yeah because so. you got a beautiful car too and, and actually so did your wife yeah. um uh and and we yeah we won't turn this into a commercial but needless yeah. to say we're all very happy but but again it works it works it, it, this is why these dice system are systems are so clever and just like you are clearly in your element with the 5e d20 system clearly i think i'm i'm more in my element with the genesis dice system although we we love a bunch of them well and and the and i thought it would be funny for me to Jason has had me build my dice pools for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would just be interesting for me to try to have him build one. Yeah. Because he's GMing Star Wars. Yeah. I'm GMing D&D. Um and we 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 turned the top, we turned the we t- we flipped it on its end a little bit. And it's funny how I love the D20 system. I oversimplify, we oversimplified it for the sake of this discussion. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. It, it's much more, it, it's much, much more, more robust. Yeah. yeah. And nuanced than, than I showed here. And that's important because those modifiers really bring to life the oh. real world elements. Yes, absolutely. But, but what's funny is, and then we'll go to the GM corner is, um, it makes me more interested in, narrative systems and i know that there are other narrative systems out there like ffg and someday i would love to dig in more and see where there are others i imagine there are others out there i just haven't heard of them yeah i think i think um i think that's a great segue brad to walk over to the gm corner uh there there are dice mechanics i obviously that we haven't played uh that we've maybe heard about um also also games although we tend to focus more on the mechanics because they're they're right it's it's more what we do um definitely listeners there will be more of those those coming i think as as winter in our fair northern hemisphere really starts to set in uh we especially as we have some respective time off uh we will probably start playing no no pun intended both literally and figuratively brad and i will start playing with some of these other mechanics to explore so so don't be surprised if uh in uh, along the march to 50 uh you wait yeah i'm along the march to 50 if um if we have some episodes where we focus on just this real novel either setting or especially dice mechanic as always there's good stuff coming yeah and and i think you hit it on the head there's there are things that i would love to research about different dice mechanics that we haven't heard about yet yeah um and so yeah more to come on that 
Um, what have you been um, reading or reviewing or what's been on your desk um, from a GM corner perspective? Um, actually, boy, there are a number of things I'd love to talk about, but I won't. I uh, This is the most salient and I'll keep it brief. I have been reading the Wayfarer series by Becky Chambers. Okay. Uh, I I don't recall how I read a book review somewhere. Uh, I think I think it was like in the Times or something. So and and it just it just caught my eye, and I was just I was just surfing online, and the the review said, "Look, this is a really really." novel no pun intended my word this is a novel take on what the far future might look like like several centuries like a star trek uh, sorry like a star trek future that you know like four or five hundred years not thousands but what the future might hold for humanity in a galaxy in which there's a galactic civilization but it's fairly utopian what can things look like when people are really trying to make the galaxy a better place and yet there's also a fringe and um and like uh she won the hugo award for best series with these four books and so i thought okay i'm gonna try it so i i read she's written some other things but these are four series four book series i read the first one i i i I was very busy i started very slowly got like a third or a half of the way in uh had um had a bit of an extended weekend at home and i just plowed through the rest and i and there's there's very very little action in the books it's all character building which isn't so much my thing but but and i'll end with this brad the world building well see now you have me intrigued Uh uh-huh the world building the show running is out it's so fascinating and it's so well done and it gets it's big picture bouncing back and forth with nitty-gritty with the characters i read the first one i ordered the second one before i was quite done i've slowed down on purpose the second one because i'm heading out tomorrow night for a field study and i'm bringing the second half of the second one and the third one with me because i it's so interesting and so well written and so 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 world buildingly fascinating that i don't actually want to pause i want to i want to just keep reading the series right now okay so so uh wayfarer series by becky chambers we'll put in the show notes how about you what's what's on your table what's on your mind i I haven't i have i took a picture of this but i didn't send it to you because of everything that's going on here um i use um i use extensions in my in chrome or i use edge um, so when things go on sale on Amazon, um, it triggers for me. Yeah. And so a book, um, normally like 29, 30 bucks, yeah. um, even up to 35 went on sale for nine bucks. That did you so no, no, it's nothing big. So it's the, um, second edition Pathfinder. It's uh-huh. It's, gonna... it's phasing out for it. Well, you yeah. Me, it's phasing me. out there. Oh. So it's oh, yes. gods, gods and magic. That's one of their um, source books, right? Yeah, so this is yeah. the Lost Omens God and Magic. Yes. Now, we don't play Pathfinder right now, yeah. but it is, it is. I just think they have all these different, yeah. like Shizuru, the Empress of Heaven, Tezukio, the yeah. Prince of the Moon. See, that's where know, Pathfinder really comes out ahead. The, the only thing I will tell you is 
Um, you know, we've had our share of discussions about um, equality, um, diversity, yep. inclusion, yep. and equality. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Thank you, Shelley. Yeah, the, the artwork in here um, would wow, probably it? not, and I repeat, not, not. Pass, pass muster. Yeah, right. So, we, we, we talked about this. This is still, this is like our major hang up with Pathfinder. It's yeah. just the, the artwork is very well done, but tends to still be very misogynistic. But it sounds like what you're saying implicitly, Brad, is that I should expect to see some of these ideas manifest or percolate in the adventure you're running for me. I'm not saying anything like that, but Fair enough. you just you just never know it from a, independent of that discussion <laughs> that the way they have fleshed out some really? of these gods from a Pathfinder perspective. Yeah. Um, very interesting. I haven't seen that yet. Now there, there is obviously stuff pre five E. Yeah. Um, but I haven't seen anything come out like that in five E that I can think of. And nothing they've announced anytime soon. No. And, and I could see, you know, maybe there's something to be said for, you know, the different planes or certain areas like candle keep, not yeah. candle keep, but you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but mm -hmm. They may also want to keep this open-minded and open-ended enough that they don't need this material. You do you necessarily need it just based off of the fact that, you know, whereas with Pathfinder, they've given you a world yeah. and worlds to exist on, right? To play your adventures. Yeah. And Pathfinder, but, I think, tends to be more God-driven uh with divine affiliation driven then yeah. does 5e then then dnd right in terms of um a bunch of the feats and whatnot of the powers you can call down that seems to my sense uh my limited observation to be much more prevalent especially in higher level play in pathfinder than in dnd yeah and and i could see you know let's be honest we all have our own um views of uh, the mythos, whether it's religion, faith, spirituality, whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. um, I've talked about mine on here. I'm not going to go into it. But point being is, is that, you know, Pathfinder gives you a lot of great information. Yeah. By doing that, are they limiting yeah. those that may not necessarily want, necessarily want to live in a deity-driven yeah. and controlled yeah. world? I don't know. I look at it. I look at it like like uh, a number of our of our uh, interviews, past mm -hmm. and future, have discussed. Put that little plug in there. Stay tuned for episode thirty, people. Yeah. Um, but I, I look at that as you know these are toolboxes, and if you don't allow yourself as a GM to get railroaded by yeah. the material. Then they're toolboxes, kind of like I brought up the Wayfarer series, not because I intend to play a game in the Wayfarer galaxy amidst the galactic commons, but because some of those ideas, I'll tell you, some of those ideas absolutely are going to inform some of my thinking around our Genesis dice port of Star Trek. See, but and yeah. that can be a discussion for another yeah. day. Maybe we have an episode is is what what do you pull in outside mm -hmm. of? You know, when I'm playing, yes. when I'm D&D, &D, when we're doing D&D, &D, mm -hmm. am I pulling information in from outside the books, yeah. you know, from novels or whatever? So that's actually a, an, that's, that would be uh, an interesting. Yeah, discussion. stay tuned. That's on the list now. Yep. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, with that, it is a perfect segue to say thank you, as always, for being with us, for listening. Be well. 
stay well. Please check us out on our numerous social media threads, also known as the interwebs. And um, seriously, shoot us an email, uh, follow, text us, or not text us, um, you know, message us on Facebook, tweet us on Twitter, do whatever it is people do on Instagram, and, um, and let us know what you would like us to do more of. Be well, stay well, stay in touch.